welcome back to the Expanded Minds podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me, and their names are Josh and Pirate from Paranormality UK. How are you guys doing today? Hey, how you doing, Ezekiel? <laughs> nice to be here. Yeah, very nice to see you guys. I've been, I ran into your page just randomly scrolling through like YouTube, I think. And I thought the way that you guys thought about paranormal, paranormal like cases and things like that, I quite like it. I like the format. Oh, so I'm glad you. to have you guys on. Oh, thank you very much. Thank I appreciate you. it. Yeah, it's uh, it's really nice to because uh, we actually haven't been going that long as, as a podcast. We've only been publishing for like just over a month. Yeah. Um, so to have someone reach out to us this early is quite a big thing for us. It's a big deal, you know. So <laughs> thank you very much for having us on your show. We, we, you know, we're just stoked to be here, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so how did you guys get started? Like, what made you want to start talking about these uh, paranormal stuff in general? Uh, well, I guess me and Josh, like, work together in our, our day job. And... <laughs> for years and years at like break time or lunch time we we've both been sort of into just uh sitting down watching like spooky videos on tiktok and and youtube and stuff and sometimes josh would be like oh man this one's scary and i'll be like fake fake and and well i guess it was you that got me into the whole idea of podcasts yeah yeah because you you've been into podcasts for years i didn't know anything about them yeah yeah years really uh constant um just listening to podcasts over the years and then our conversations we just thought why not have these conversations with everyone in the world and see if people feel the same way as us or they have similar views or different views and just have a conversation that's kind of how it started yeah it? Uh, i got all this like music recording equipment and stuff because i used to be in bands and so obviously you know if you look at me um you know, and I thought, well, I don't do any musical stuff anymore, so I might as well put it to some use. And so, yeah, we just started a podcast, and, and here we are. Yeah, that's <laughs> so cool. So, like, what are some of the first uh, paranormal stuff that you started start to run into, like, you know, searching online and things like that? What are some of the first things that caught your attention? Ghost videos. Yeah. <laughs> definitely because yeah we used to look, sit there at break time looking through youtube for like ghost video and we'd find was it the channel called nukes nukes top five yeah nukes top five uh, and we slapped ham yeah slapped ham <laughs> uh, you know a few others mr chills was it or something yeah mr chills uh, you know they're, they're all every week they'd be presenting new ghost videos and we'd just sort of look through them and we'd we'd sort of judge them whether we could debunk them or not wouldn't we yeah, yeah. You know, it, we just had a lot of fun, and and we just decided to translate that into the podcast. Um, and then we thought we'll we'll just pick like a whole lot of other spooky things that we haven't even covered yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh is massively into uh, conspiracy theories as well. I um, love conspiracy theories. So we thought we'd sort of just wrap the whole lot under one envelope, if you like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So like when you, at least for me when I was a kid, I remember, especially in elementary school, there was like this one bathroom, and it looked kind of creepy. So it was kind of like in a basement, and for me this is like I guess as a kid this isn't the first time I started being open to the possibility of there being ghosts. 
because you'd get such an eerie feeling from like that downstairs bathroom and everybody would be talking talking in elementary school saying like oh this you know have you ever have you ever been to the bathroom that's probably haunted right there and you know the kind of worst feds around as your little kid and stuff so like as a kid have you ever had any like coincidences or maybe things that opened up your mind earlier on uh yeah i, I definitely did I, I i grew up in a house that had quite a lot of paranormal active like poltergeist activity going on uh from about the age of four or five years old and i was the first person in our family to uh see the the the, the ghost that was causing that uh, and it wasn't until several years after that uh the rest of my family started experiencing you know paranormal things happening to them as well my mum in particular while we were all away at, at school and work and whatnot she would be having things happening to her in the house uh to start with nobody believed her particularly my dad who was very 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 religious man um he, he didn't want to believe that it was happening but to be honest that one major event that happened was we were all sitting, sitting this got an old house we had a fireplace um but uh, like coal was getting more expensive and dad uh, bought this electric fire and put it in front of the fireplace and the dog would lie in front of that and we were all just sat around watching tv one night and suddenly the electric flyer literally moved itself six inches away from the fireplace Oof. and the, the nearest person to it was the dog and, you know <laughs> frightened the hell out of the dog um, and then everybody sort of started believing that the house was haunted. And so that was kind of uh, maybe, you know, close to the start of my paranormal journey. And it's just escalated from there. I just can't seem to get away from these things nowadays. Yes, Josh, like what was the start for you? So I've had a few weird things happen over the years, but the, the first one I can think of was, I was actually a teenager so when I was a kid, I didn't really uh, think about those kind of things. I was always kind of out playing and I, I just never really knew what like ghosts and things were. So the first paranormal thing that happened to me when I was, I think I was about 17 and me and a group of friends, we went to a, like a friend's barbecue and we got there too early and she told us to like go to the the field behind our house which is like a, a cornfield and as we're walking through the field um my buddy said oh i've just seen something and we kind of like ripped him a little bit and gave him a bit of banter and was like whatever and he kind of felt silly didn't didn't say anything didn't go into it so as we've come out of the field like 15 20 minutes later um, I've then looked up and I've seen what I can describe as like a kind of like a hood from like a monk um, kind of walking across the field. So we've all just ran. Uh, I, I got scared, ran away. And then when we went back to my friend's house and we told her about it, she turned around and said, oh, well, my grandma has seen the same thing. And she happened to live in the house around the corner and her house went onto the same field that we saw it. And she had seen this like monk apparition for like 15 years on and off. So that was like the first thing that I saw. Um, but yeah, it's it's a weird one because when, when you get older, you try and debunk it in your mind. And you're like, did I see something? Did I not see something? 
but I would say that was the first paranormal thing that I saw anyway. That I, I believe that it was an actual kind of ghost. Yeah, I think what it's crazy. You, what was what was your first um, paranormal experience? Oh my god, I didn't. Like for me, when I have paranormal experiences, I haven't had poltergeist activity. I've had more of like out of body experiences, and like okay. that isn't uh, yeah, actually from some of the podcasts that I've checked out of yours. Uh, you, you said that you had like sort of spiritual experiences that opened your mind, and obviously now you're doing this podcast. So I mean, what can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um. Shoot. So I guess as a kid, you're more sensitive to energy. Like I think kids are able to see into other dimensions, if you will. So yeah. like when I talked about uh, that bit, that elementary school being haunted and stuff, you always get like a feeling of like your mind switches into like another mode of seeing things, like it views things from a different perception. And then you think you see something, but then you go back into a normal mode of perception. And you're like, is that my imagination? Or is that, did I see something? So I don't know if that makes sense or not, but um, mm -hmm. as a oh, kid, yeah. I remember having, being in a, uh, there's like this house in front of us and we'd always also hang out there too. And then for some reason, like my mind would do that. It would be like, I swear I was seeing something outside the window, like a dark shadowy face. But then I was like, no, nah, like, I'm not seeing that right now. And mm -hmm. so I guess that was kind of like my first time thinking that there's spirits, but, necess but not necessarily having a strong any backup to really prove that that's actually real or not and so i guess as i started going on like uh i mean getting older and stuff uh you start realizing that you can actually get back to that state of mind and actually start to see things it's not like a conspiracy or like you're just making it up that we naturally have this inclination to see things that are beyond our normal mode of perception so i mean that's kind of like how it's been for me and yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, we had uh, a guest on our show that said something very similar. Is you know when you start having these experiences and you're questioning what you're seeing out of the corner of your eyes, uh, then your mind starts opening and, and expanding. You know, like like your podcast said, and and yeah, you you can you can recondition yourself. I think mm -hmm. to to accept that and to start having those experiences. Uh, as, as long as you're willing to actually put, put your, your mindset in that kind, kind of mode. And I think that's what's happened to you, isn't it? Yeah. I can tell you like this one story. Um, we were, or not we, out, or I went with my family to church and we were, uh, we're sitting in like this overflow room, there's a bunch of chairs. And I had to watch a video <laughs> previously uh, talking about how to like have spiritual sight and stuff. And what you would do is like you would, view things out of the corner of your eyes. So like, instead of like being focused, like in front of you, you'd kind of just like disperse your attention out like that. And then I was like, okay, let me try this. Cause I'm not gonna lie, the services were so boring. So I was just like, let me find something to do. <laughs> so that's what I was doing. And so I was sitting there and just looking at this wall and just spacing out, you could say. And then I was letting my vision go to the corner of my eyes. And then I started seeing on the wall, it's kind of weird. like. I started to see like shadows pop up on the wall and it looked like blood dripping down, but it wasn't, it was just a shadowy color though. So like, it looked like something was leaking down. And then oh. the next thing you know, like I see this figure, like a shadow appear out of nowhere. 
and it looked like it had like a fencing mask. Like, if you know, like the equipment that people use for fencing, it looked like it had a fencing mask. Yeah, yeah, and it was like a mesh mask. Yeah, yeah, like that. And then it was just a fig, a shadow figure. Like it had a humanoid, you know, body and stuff. And then it just walked up to me. It walked up through through those chairs and everything to stare at me for a couple seconds, and then it just vanished again into thin air. And that was like that was something that I guess more like concrete that I've seen. Like, because usually I'll experience it, like I said, out of body, but this is like one of the first times I've seen something like appear to me. And it was as I was like a, a more in a conscious state, if you will. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. did, did, were, were, you, were you sort of scared by this? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was feeling a lot of fear. Okay, because obviously, you know, some people, uh, they, you know, when you when you get like a visitation like that, some people can find it reassuring, mm. and you know, some people obviously can find it a scary experience. Uh, if you're not expecting it, then yeah, I can imagine it's it's going to be pretty freaky and 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 yeah, and scary quite bad. But that is an interesting one. That's yeah. Uh, I want to try that technique. Yeah, yeah. you probably see something. I'm not gonna lie. But you gotta like be relaxed though. That's the thing. It's like you start to relax because your mind will try to pull you out of it. Like, but once you start to relax, then like you start to see stuff. So. Yeah, you kind of you kind of almost got to go into like a hypnotic trance uh -huh. for it to work. Yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah. It's a lot of people aren't even gonna think of that. That's that, that's quite a, an original technique. I, I I like that. That's that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so was your monk experience like did you feel fear coming from the monk or was it like you were just scared yeah. of the fact that you saw one? Yeah, I ran. I didn't stick around. I just ran. I, I just saw it and I just ran. I was completely scared and I was shaking for a long time afterwards as well. And it was one of those things where you're kind of talking to other people trying to say did i did i see that or you saw it yeah well it must be real but then you know someone else didn't see it so then it was it just us two that saw it and it was just a weird experience but it was definitely fear <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> See, for me i think because i started seeing things and experiencing things from such a young age i i get less freaked out by it when it happens yeah, yeah. It, it, certain time, like um, when I was in the recording studio with my my friend Tim, mm -hmm. uh, he was recording like a bassline for his album, and he was in like the live room, and I was in like the uh, the computer room, if you like. There was a window through the wall, so I could see him playing his guitar, although I was I was looking in a different direction at the computer, and I swear at the corner of my eye, someone walked past that window, and it wasn't Tim. And it was as though they were walking sort of through the corridor to come into where I was. And as Tim was playing, he sort of turned around and, uh, and looked at me through the window with an odd look on his face. And then when he finished playing, he came through to where I was and he was like, did you see somebody? I was like, yeah. <laughs> but I, although there was an atmosphere in, in the building for about an hour, before we felt settled we didn't really feel scared or i didn't really feel scared mm. by it but yeah. maybe that's because of the frequency that these weird things happen to me you know 
So maybe that that's yeah. that's a contributing factor. From like looking at conspiracy theories and like you know reading other people's stories, like what are some like patterns maybe that you've put in together so far? Maybe some things that you've seen uh, constantly happen to people, stuff like that. That's a really good question. Conspiracy, <laughs> I didn't catch up. So like. Um... Is there any patterns and things you've noticed between, did you say between like conspiracy theories and paranormal and stuff like that? Like, uh, yeah. Oh man. That's a difficult one. <laughs> difficult uh, yeah. One. You, you tell us the hard hitting questions, Ezekiel. Um, <laughs> patterns, I get like, like you said, uh, um, young people tend to be more open-minded towards these things. Not, not just ghosts, but anything. Anything that they see that is sort of unexplainable, young people are more sort of just shrug it off and, oh, well, that happened. You know, whereas older people will, are more focused and um, if it doesn't fall within set rules, they just don't believe it. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. And uh, uh, even things that happen to them, um, people often sh shrug it off and say, no, it must have been the wind or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Where they, they could have actually been genuine paranormal stuff. You had a paranormal experience at your wedding just a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Why don't you tell Ezekiel about it? So, uh, I mean, it doesn't really answer your question. But... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, sorry. It's always interesting. Um, so I, I got married at the start of September. And where I got married was um, like an abandoned farm kind of barn kind of thing. And the minute we turned up, um uh, my my wife's granddad said um i i get a bad vibe from the place um he he just didn't like the way it felt he he said there was a presence there was an energy and uh so the the first day when it was just me and my wife um we were looking around the venue and we were just picking out where like the flowers were going to go and where things were going to be laid out and in the corner of the room there was a piano and the piano had like a, a wooden cover to, to cover the keys. So I've opened up the piano and I've just played the only thing I know how to play, which is the Imperial March by, you know, Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. That's a good one. So I've, I've started playing this and then I've closed the lid. So the, the keys are covered. There's no way anything can touch it, no wind or anything. So we've carried on looking around the venue. When we've done sorting out the layout, we've turned the lights off, we've locked it up, and we get about 15 steps away from the, the barn. And me and my wife both heard a chord played on the piano. Like it wasn't one note, it was three notes, a full chord, and it was played perfectly. And but she said to me did you hear that as well and i said yep yeah. we just kept on walking so the next day we went back and the cover was over the piano and we can't explain it but there was a couple of other things as well where um my wife is artistic so she likes to create and do like random things so for the wedding she had these lampshades hung up in the like outside garden bit and there was three of them on fishing wire. They were in a line, weren't they? All, All in a right line. next to each other. And only the middle one was moving. It was swaying. But there was no breeze. There was no wind. And if there was, all three of them would be moving. 
but we everyone saw it and even you saw it in the evening yeah, yeah. and it was just the middle one was just moving slowly so there was weird things that were happening around the farm that you, you just can't explain it but to, to kind of answer your question with like patterns and stuff like that i think people that have an open mind are gonna see these things and think paranormal but i think there's certain people that will just it, it doesn't matter what's in front of them they are just going to say no also though saying that about the patterns that you asked about is a very very often pattern in sort of paranormal activity it happens as you're walking away from somewhere yeah yeah you know it's like a ghost is taunting you even like we've got like a quite a famous show here in england i don't i don't suppose you get it over there it's called most haunted and they're paranormal investigators and they go around various locations investigating this phenomenon and quite often it's when they've just left a room that something happens in the room that they've just left isn't it they yeah. hear a noise and then they have to go back and investigate and i think that that is actually quite a common occurrence with like paranormal stuff wow that's interesting also, when you when you brought up like uh, the bad, what do you call it? When you had the bad feeling, like your uncle said, like he had a bad feeling about the place. That reminded me of a story too that I, I had once, where so like I was at my job once, and then what do you call it? I walked into the place, and then I had a really bad feeling for some reason. I was like, oh my god, like, like I didn't want to be there. And then you know I went upstairs, and then the entire day, like as I'm dealing with people, I just feel like entirely off. Like, I just think that something, it felt like something entered into me and was just like throwing me off every single like word that I was saying and stuff like that. And I was show with my manager. So I was like, at first I thought it was just me, like think, making this stuff up, like, oh, like, you know, I'm just feeling off, you know, maybe it's just an off day today. But then I went to my manager and I'm like, hey, do you feel like kind of off right now? And then he, he told me like, yeah, I kind of do feel off, like something weird is going on. And then I was like, huh. And then, like, as I started filling into it, like, I can actually start to see, like, an apparition, like, in the middle of the floor. Um, and it was, like, just, I don't know how to describe the feeling, but it was just a bad feeling in your gut. And it kind of feel like someone, like, summoned it, summoned it there. Because usually, like, we go into the restaurant, it's, like, fine. Like, everything, you know, it goes how it goes or whatever. But, um, yeah, this one day, I felt like someone just summoned it up, and it was just... That entity was just chilling there. And then for a couple of days it lingered and then it finally just that feeling went away. But it was it was quite interesting, like observing the fact that there's things that happen behind the scenes that kind of throw you off sometimes too, like will make uh, you confused and things like that. So Yeah. Like, oh yeah, definitely. There's definitely like environmental uh, effects can have an, an effect on on you, can't it? That you oh, yeah. just like literally just something like the lighting being off or yeah. you know there being something uh, like if you've got air conditioners and stuff like that that uh, emit a certain frequency that can cause like stress and, and sort of panic style uh, hallucinations in people so there's a lot of like natural things that can cause what we think of being paranormal events that aren't mm. actually paranormal or sometimes you can try and pass these things off as an explanation like that when it actually is something that's actually freaky that is happening to you. Mm. So, I mean, it, it works both ways around, doesn't it? I, I know what you mean about bad energy, 
um, because I'll, I'll tell you another quick story where um, when my wife was my girlfriend, she was at university, um, she was studying photography. So she chose the project of like dialect places and abandoned buildings. So where we live, um, there's like an abandoned uh, mental asylum. Um, is that the correct term, mental asylum? Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it, yeah. Like, a, like an abandoned hospital and it's all boarded up with wood. And we, we went there because I was like, oh, it'll be a great idea that it's fine. Like there's, it, it'll, it's all good. Like, don't worry about it. And like you said, where we turned up to this place and my wife had bad energy from the start. She refused to go into this place. She said, no, I'm, I just have a bad feeling. And I was the opposite. I was like, I, I don't feel any energy. I, I feel good. And so she refused to go into this place. So I said, I'll oh, give me a camera. I'll go in through the back. So I went in through this window and there's like tables and chairs and old medical records all on the floor and things. And I still didn't get bad energy. I've then walked through the like living room um, and I got to this hallway and it was a long stretch of hallway and I looked left and I took some pictures. I still didn't have bad energy, but the second I turned around and I looked to my right, it was completely pitch black and I felt like someone was watching me. And within a second, it switched from good energy to bad energy. And I can't explain yeah. it. So like you were saying, like, there was just something that was telling me like something's off. It's not, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. And it makes the entire room that like the atmosphere just get cold. They're like, you get the shivers and everything. Like it's crazy how like that was happening yeah. all of a sudden. It's out of nowhere. Do, do you believe in the yeah. witching hour? Like three, what is it? The witching hour, which happens like three to four, usually like evil spirits come out. Like, do you think that's a real thing? Uh, yeah, kind of. Um, but uh, scientifically, between three and four in the morning is when the most amount of people are asleep. So uh, you, if you're awake at that time in the morning, your senses are going to be more highly responsive to anything that's happening around you. Mm. I, I Personally, I think that um, like paranormal stuff can happen at any time of day. doesn't matter whether it's daylight, nighttime. You know, a lot of paranormal investigators, they'll go around, they, you know, they'll switch off all the lights and just use night vision cam. I don't think that makes any difference. Mm -hmm. um, I've had plenty of weird things happen to me just in the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, but like you said, the witching hour, uh, it being that those small hours in the morning when everybody's in bed, you feel like you're the only person that's actually awake and your, your senses are heightened and anything that you experience is going to feel 10 times more frightening or, you know, realistic or, you know, whatever's happening with, well, to be fair, if an alien visited, <laughs> it'd be pretty terrifying either way, whether it's day or night, wouldn't it? But, you know, yeah, I, I think there, there is definitely a, a sense of elevated uh, emotional response during that witching hour, yeah. But I don't necessarily think that the mm -hmm. like spirits and spectres come out because it's the witching hour. I, I think that can happen at any time in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Do you think aliens are real? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> on, on, on the farm we work, this is quite a uh, 
a hot topic, to be fair. On the farm we work on, uh, we often start early in the morning because we look after livestock. And in the same corner of our field, or as, as we look towards that corner of our field, off in the distance, we quite often see a bright light in the sky. It's not a star. I guess it's not attached to anything on the ground. It's not yeah. moving. It's bright. It's even there if it's a cloudy day. Yeah. yeah. It's even there, but it's not there every day. But it's often there around the same time of the morning. So the sort of five o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And it'll be there and we'll see it and we'll watch it for a couple of minutes and then it'll just fade yeah, and disappear. And also, uh, are we going to go into it now? Um, not far from our farm, there is a military battle training ground. So there's always like a UK military um, aircraft going past, like Chinooks and Apache gunships. And, and, yeah, yeah, fighter jets, you know, that sort of thing. Bombers doing practice runs. And one morning, just a few weeks ago, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh was actually the first person to see it, uh, this light in the sky, that these two fighter jets seemed to be following around the sky. And they, anytime they got close to it, it just <laughs> to another part of the sky, and then they'd turn and go towards it, and then it off it go somewhere else. Yeah. So yeah, we we do very much believe <laughs> in that sort of thing. We see it ourselves, you know, almost weekly. <laughs> yeah, that that to me kind of seems biblical as well. Like, I, I just had this random thought even before I was thinking about it, but. Like even the Bible talks about like the second coming of Jesus and like how he'll come in the sky as a bright light. And like, I just had a random thought where it's just like, what if people can stage or these UFOs can stage an, a hysteria or something like that and cause some kind of random, cause people to believe that there's this kind of second coming of Jesus, something like that. It's just a random thought. Oh, mate, but, I definitely believe that like UFOs back in history, you know, two, three, four, five thousand years ago, could be influencing people's decision on their religions you know people would look up at the sky see these things not know what the hell they are maybe start even worshiping them and start religious cults and whatnot because these things or maybe they even came down and visited and started this there's that show isn't there? i'm sure you can get in america ancient aliens i've heard of it yeah 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 and they, they quite often discuss these these theories that ancient aliens actually developed early civilization mm -hmm. with humans. I, I think that's a plausible theory. I really do. I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to say a hand on heart. I definitely believe everything that they're saying. Mm. Um, but I think it is a plausible theory. And like, um, if you if you're of religious mind as well, I mean, and you believe in God there's never been an actual explanation as to what or who or what God is. Well, why can God not be some kind of multi-dimensional being that is completely alien to our, our, our even knowledge, you know? I mean, all right, the Bible says that God created man in his own image. I think that's man's vanity. We don't know what God looks like. It could be anything, and it's most likely completely alien to us, to any incomprehensible thought that we've got. You know, we, we just we can't conceive of what God could be. 
Yeah. Do you believe in aliens, Ezekiel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then when you say aliens, though, like, you can think of it in like a, or when you say it, I think of it kind of like in a broad category where it's like you have like actual ETs that are like the, the little grays and stuff. And then also aliens in the sense of like, I would even put other gods in the category of aliens because it's, it's from another realm or dimension. But and specifically in the category of like ETs, like those little things you see in movies, oh, I 100% think they're real. And when it comes to like UFO aircrafts, I've had one. So I, I went on a whole like research thing back when uh, a couple of years ago, or when I was in high school. Um, I was probably like eight years ago ish. And, um, you know, I was really obsessed about researching aliens. And luckily, I knew this information. Like, you know, like I would see videos of those bright lights and they would zip off into the sky. And people would claim that these are UFOs. And so this one night, I was like driving home uh, after practice or whatever. And I'm looking at the, the skyscrapers down in downtown LA. I'm on a freeway just looking at them. And I, I see like a bunch of airplanes because LAX nearby, they're in the sky. And then I then I see like this one particular bright light and it was like above the U.S. Bank Tower, which is like one of the tallest skyscrapers in L.A. And it was just hovering there, just a bright light. And wow. I didn't see the little red lights that the airplanes have. So I'm looking at this. I'm quite intrigued by it. And then next thing you know, like it starts moving back and forth and then it goes zips out of the sky. And like you can see like the, it's like when you turn off the TV and then like the, the lines close like that. It just yeah, zipped yeah. off and it was, the light was gone and I was just like... It's like a shooting star, yeah? That's, that's what we saw the other week as it moved to the sky. No, it, was, it wasn't a shooting star. Yeah, but that's the, the, the kind of streak that it leaves, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the shooting star is a little bit more thinner, whereas this one was like more translucent and brighter. Like it was uh, more like agile, like moving back and forth and then it was like then gone. Oh man, that's, that's a cool one. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that's what opened my mind to the possibility of being aliens. But um, but yeah, when it comes to like greys and ETs, like, do you think those are specifically real? Like, do you think those are the things that operate those kind of vehicles, or do you think it's something else? I don't know. I I, it's weird. Like, I have the same thing with like ETs and stuff as I do with ghosts where unless i see one right in front of me or there's like concrete evidence i'm always gonna be on the fence about it i know i know i've got some paranormal stories and i've seen things and stuff like that but with especially with ets i, I don't know like i've seen ufos but i've not actually seen an alien in front of me so until I see that kind of thing or more evidence towards that, I'm always going to be like, uh, there's a possibility they're real, but I, I just don't know. But that's just me. I'm a very weird when it comes to that kind of thing. Now, my take on it, on ETs in, in, in particular, is uh, the amount of people that report seeing the same thing. Like you, like you say, you, you, you alien greys. Um, there's so many people reporting seeing the same thing. That, that, that when there's a trend there, I tend to believe more in that trend. Whereas if someone, like whoever it was that 
guy that said, oh, lizard men are uh, disguised as humans <laughs> here on Earth. That one, I, 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 I discount stuff like that. But when, they, when there's people all over the world, all around the globe, reporting that they have seen alien greys, you know, small three, four foot high people with large heads, grey skin, no genitals, you know, I, 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 I yeah, I, I believe in that. I, I think, I think that's, there's probably something plausible there for it to be such a mass sighting. Mm. I, I think there's got to be something in it. Yeah. Uh, do you think that they're here among us or do you think that uh, they have to like come in and out all the time? I, I, I wouldn't say necessarily. You've got that really good theory about like. Yeah. Pyro's actually got a really good theory. I, I think they're more observing. Right now, um, yeah. This, this is, yeah, I didn't believe, I, oh, you've lured me into this one, mate. Now, have you ever heard of uh, a place called North Sentinel Island, Ezekiel? I haven't. What is that? No. Okay, North Sentinel Island is a place in the Bay of Bengal off the coast of India. And uh, everybody, it, it's basically illegal to go there. You, you're, you're banned from going there. Um, you're not allowed to go within five nautical miles of the, of the island. Because there is a tribe of people there that are so isolated, they don't want any outsiders coming to their island and they will defend it very violently in anybody. The last person to actually visit the island was like a, a, a missionary, wasn't he? Only a few years ago, uh, he paddled over to the island, uh, believing that he could spread the word of God and Jesus to them. I've heard that story, yeah. Oh, you, you have heard of this island? Yeah, oh, I guess I know I have because I've heard that story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the last anybody saw of him, he was getting dragged up the beach presumably dead you know and my theory is that aliens treat earth the way we treat north sentinel island we are a savage species we kill each other willy-nilly over stupid things like oil and money and you know personal beliefs and if we're willing to kill ourselves over that any alien looking at our planet are going to go yeah, it's probably not a good idea to go there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my audio stopped. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're back again. Um, and yeah, I think any aliens are literally going to look down at us and go, don't go there, mate. You killed Dave. Mm. You know? <laughs> 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 and and that's, that's my theory anyway, is that they are more likely watching us than actually part of our society you know what i mean mm. that's quite interesting i can see that um yeah, it's a cool theory uh, that's my theory uh, I, I you know i think that we as a species are are, are savage species and uh, an alien species that's come to visit us that is that technologically advanced that they can travel who knows how many light years across space uh, and a light year is a long way. It's like trillions of miles. Um, if they've got that technology, they, they may not even be aware of the concept of war. Yeah. You know, war is very much a territorial species kind of thing. You know, we developed from monkeys and a lot of monkeys can be territorial, which is why we're territorial. 
and we have these traits, whereas giraffes aren't territorial. If giraffes evolved into a species that was te technologically advanced, they'd be like, what, what is war? <laughs> Why do these people want to kill us? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I've lost you there now. Gone no, I, I understand all of that right there. Um, like my theory on aliens too, I think that they're among us. Uh, I think that they oh, existed did? like more invisibly. I've had out of I had a couple of dreams, and then I don't even know if this is an auto body experience with an alien or not. But one of them, so I'll, I'll share one of them. Like this one, I think it was out of body. I can't tell if it was out of body or dream, but it doesn't really uh, doesn't really matter. But I was like outside of my house and I was just chilling and I was walking around and then there's like a container uh, where the school keeps their like kickballs and everything, all their sports equipment. And I live right next to a school. So next thing you know, I felt like something had entered into my dream. And then it felt like something like, I felt like some kind of ripple, like something that just entered into it. And then okay. I'm just chilling. It's like almost like nighttime. And then I turn around and then I could feel that thing, whatever it had entered into my dream, running around. Like I could feel it like just moving around. And then I turn and then I see like this little orange dude, like it's kind of like a gray ET, but it was like an orange color. And the head was more like a wrinkly, like had like bumps like that, like more like that. And then it looked at me and then it like, it, with its mind, it just shot out shock waves. And then it's almost as if it was starting to put me under like a hypnotic or it was like starting to make me black out just that intense vibration it was shooting out through its head. And so I was sitting there, I looked at it and then I started shooting it and I was trying to control my mind and try to like fight it back, but I couldn't. And then it just jumped at me and I just completely blacked out. And then uh, I went, I got paralyzed, blacked out and then then I woke up and I was like, what the hell just happened? So uh, wow. I think that aliens are that advanced to where they can enter into your mind like that or enter into, I mean, if they wanted to appear like that to people and then disappear or put them under spells like that. Uh, but which is, I think when it comes to like the abductions happening, people getting abducted, I think they use that, that exact same kind of technology kind of method but i mean that's just a theory of mine i guess thank you guys for watching this week's episode if you want to go follow josh and pirate their instagram is going to be at paranormality uk as well as their youtube channel is the same thing so i'll link it down in the description below and we ended the episode due to some technical issues but stay tuned we might do a part two on their channel so might be out by the time I upload this version or this part right here. Who knows? So stay tuned, you guys. And thanks once again for watching.